0: Oops. Your culture's showing. It is? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. got to fix that. Yeah, well, please do. Please do and do it as soon as you possibly can. Yeah,
1: I didn't know it was showing.
0: Well, that's and- that's your problem, but you've got to fix it, buddy. And
1: that is precisely the point of this show. It is. We're talking about the fact that people don't know that their culture is showing.
0: Wait a minute. Are you talking about like going to the opera or, no. or something like that? No, What no, are you no, talking, talking about? about I'm
1: talking about when you meet people who are from a different
0: country. Oh, like different country world places. Yeah. You know what? I want to welcome everybody for joining us here because I'm Tom Peterson and I'm your host for this thing. And our producer is Torrin. With any luck, you'll hear him laugh once in a while, and uh, <laughs> yeah. maybe help us out with some information. And my good friend, for a long, long time—least at least 150 years, at least, at least somewhere in there—is uh, with us here, Dean Foster. And Dean, why don't you uh, try to convince me why you're here?
1: Uh, well, I, I'm not to have fun, basically. Right? Excellent, I think so. But we're we're talking about cultures, and yeah. What do you need to know so that you feel more comfortable when you visit a place, as you get off the boat, get off the plane as a tourist, or if you're doing business in another country? Yeah. What should I know in order to make well, it? Well, you
0: should know something, because otherwise easier, you're working right? way too hard. Listen, you sound sort of like you know what you're talking about. Uh, you done this before? Uh,
1: about 30 years.
0: Oh, oh, oh okay, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Shoes, feet. Talk to me about shoes. Do you like my slippers? I do like your slippers. Um, I'm, wear, the, I'm,
1: wear, I'm wearing my puppies this morning. Is
0: it your puppies. Do you want mm. to explain that? Because well, no one can see your puppies right well, now. that's too bad. Um, it, and it would be or better for everyone if no one could ever see your puppies. Maybe it's really. better that they can. I'm, I'm assuming that it is. So
1: years ago, Cheryl got me a pair of these
0: slippers. Okay.
1: And they have puppy heads on them where your toes are.
0: Okay, yes.
1: So they're very warm. And very snugly, uh-huh, and they remind you of being warm and snugly when you when you, when you go to choose which slippers to wear
0: so maybe this is a a mental aspect more than it is the actual physical uh creation of a snugly slipper and that's
1: very true because the slippers is actually not that Are warm. awful, they're not that warm, but they look so snug.
0: and so that <laughs> your
1: you feet are warm. snuggly. your feet are warm and yeah. so and so it's a freezing cold day yes and it needed i needed snuggles on my feet
0: well then you should have snuggles on your feet
1: you don't want to walk around in your house with your shoes on no well you could you could but you know some people do it's interesting i mean that now that's a cultural thing right because in a lot of places i like to think in if you look in europe from like central europe east all the way across the whole russian thing to to korea to east asia yeah every everybody takes their shoes off when they go inside their house
0: okay this i'm gonna guess that that was a result of just having really schmutz lots of weather yeah 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 so you're tracking things in all over the place yeah i mean there's a mother's up and down that entire area going take your shoes off take your shoes off if you step up to somebody's house and you see shoes are lined
1: up in the doorway yeah and you know to take your shoes off. You should take way. yours off. They're That's not it.
0: just storing them there; they're expecting you to take. And your you'll
1: shoes see down. that from like Poland, Czechoslovakia, Austria—not so much Austria—going east at that point.
0: So, what does that say about the ones who don't have that? I mean, like in, when, when you're in the countries that are that don't really do that, they just drag their shoes in, which is most of the, of America, the United States. What is? I mean, is it just that we didn't figure it out, or we didn't care as much? Uh,
1: you know, it's. I, I think it's because the civilization started much later. What are we? 250, 300 years old. Yeah, so,
0: three something. I guess. I
1: mean, I think you still find those traditions in America. Maybe more in rural places. I don't know. Um, but but I think, you know, in the urban areas, it was a, a different story. I mean, you had filthy streets, sure. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah. but once that got fixed, once we got paved, so they started paving paved things. streets.
0: I'm guessing. And people did it less then.
1: And it, with an urban consciousness, you know, you, you style and um, the occupation that you have was not necessarily agricultural. Right. Right. So sure. you, you, you don't have to worry about those things that much.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's it. Now, so the, I know they had mudrooms. They used to have mudrooms. And, and I remember farmhouses that had mudrooms. So I'm guessing, is that like a place that they, they used to just make, where they take their shoes off? Yeah,
1: and now like that's coming back, right?
0: I, I think it is. That? You have entryways, and they're building into they're very fine houses. they are asking that way. for
1: a mudroom, right? Unless you
0: just don't have space. But otherwise, I think people are putting some kind of entranceway to, to put their crappy shoes in.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are houses in the neighborhood in Brooklyn where we live. Where you can still see on the front step before you go into the house, a metal device that's that's implanted into the concrete. Mm-hmm. And that was, I mean, you have—you wouldn't know to, know what it was to look at it, but we learned that that was to scrape all the crap off your shoe before yeah. you walked into the Literally, house. Literally,
0: probably, in the Ab- beginning. Absolutely. Right. I mean, before the streets the were paved and before and the automobile. Yeah, exactly. Yep, it's, and they sell those, actually. You can you can find those today. Um, I think what like L.L. Called? Bean what probably are, what, sells something like that. What
1: are they called? Um, this must be crap a
0: off of your shoe scrapers. Look it up.
1: There's got to be a name. Google, um, Google but,
0: it. I'm not, you Google it. I'm not Googling <laughs> anything. I mean, yeah, we'll let the producer do it. Okay. Google, um,
1: Google the thing that's called that you scrape the crap off your shoe. It's in front of your house in the
0: cement. There okay. you go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it. Yeah. Okay, that's being taken care of. As <laughs> or we speak.
1: you could simply take your shoes off and not wear them inside the house. Or
0: that. There's that. But at the same time, look, it, honestly, if you were if dogs, uh, you're out and you step in dog stuff. I mean, how nice would it be to have a thing like that to scrape your foot off on? And then leave that dog stuff sitting right outside your door for years at a time. I mean, wouldn't that be... And just, the cold
1: weather, I mean, you know, it takes care of it, right?
0: The cold weather and the rain, and then it washes it onto your steps and an you can walk in and again.
1: thing, too, because the whole idea of keeping animals in your house, right? It used to be traditionally that in certain cultures, you, mean, you just would not keep an, in the Arab world. You don't keep animals inside your house. Well, a,
0: there, a lot of them are considered filthy.
1: Right. And I think it comes from the tradition of there was a time when, again, if you were you know think about think about biblical days right yeah i mean christ was in the manger i'm
0: thinking about biblical days right now
1: (laughs) well these are biblical days (laughs) that's very true (laughs) but so you know you you would bring animals into the barn and if you needed to be warm you could hang out with the you know with the sheep and the cows in there and it'd be pretty warm and all that yeah but but they're dirty and you don't want to bring them inside where you're actually living i mean to do so indicates that you don't have the means to keep your animals elsewhere ah. you, you got to keep them in so you're living with them okay right um so like in the arab world you don't they traditionally you don't have dogs in the house even I mean, even traditional western pets like cats and dogs in, in, it's changing now i mean you go to dubai people are living westerners western style wet, lives in in big high-rise apartments so so you
0: see dogs and yeah, stuff. yeah people walk running. their dogs yeah. of course yeah.
1: you see but this is not traditional arab culture it's not they don't have domesticated pets no it's like considered that. dirty yeah yeah a dog a cat a bird inside the house yeah, yeah. it's dirty okay it, it's disgusting
0: but in, in, in traditionally you're talking about places that That tend to, and I could be wrong here, although I'm rarely wrong. Rarely, but which is why I'm speaking to you. Well, well, thank you for that. To people who are wrong. (laughs) Well, that's going to change. If if I'm thinking it's warmer weather most of the time, and and if you're so, you don't necessarily run into that conflict of trying to keep yourself keep yourself warm. I mean, what is it? Australia with Three Dog Night. Yeah, uh, right. And and right. a group that was—I really loved that group too. Um, a hundred years ago, when they used to have have songs. There was a sing. dog. Uh,
1: there was a group called Three Dog. Night. Three Dog Night. Night. You
0: didn't know Three Dog Night.
1: Well, I am not old enough to. Oh,
0: that. Mm, okay. Well, now we've gone to making things up. So. Um, <laughs> Okay. Um, Yeah, they used to bring a three-dog night, just simply meant it was really cold, and so they would have three dogs in the bed with them when they were sleeping to help keep them warm enough. It
1: would be a three-cat night.
0: Well, I guess just cats are smaller, so you get more heat out of a big, big dog. Because I'm guessing you're not, not going to take some dinky dog into the bed to, to warm up.
1: Why would you take a dinky cat into the bed?
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. its you take a, a big, I think it's the dinky quality cat that in comes into play here. It's, it's how dinky is your thing.
1: In, in fact, cats are warmer than dogs, square inch
0: per Square, square inch? inch. Yes. Is uh, there's studies been done on that?
1: you just stick your hand in there.
0: I'm not sticking my hand in there. You just stick your that. hand in I there. Mean, you know a,
1: the cat is so much warmer.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay, well let's let's go with that as as being Can we
1: look that up in, <laughs> square inch inch by inch is the cat warmer than the dog on a three cat night?
0: <laughs> on a three cat night. <laughs>
1: you take three dogs in your bed and I'll take three cats in my Well, bed.
0: if we have like these cat people who have eighty-two cats now, when on a cold night, if you get 64 of them to sleep on your bed, besides the fact that you probably won't wake up in the morning because of the weight of all of that, but other than that, you'd be really warm and smell horribly.
1: <laughs> and see, you'd smell worse if it were dogs. Cats don't smell like that. Well, I yeah, so it's 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 a little more pleasant and it's in, inch for, by inch you're getting more heat out of it. Well,
0: yet. I'm going to tell you that I think historically dogs have been preferred in the bed heating industry. <laughs> I believe I believe that you can you can find that that is true almost 100% of the time. So we
1: can sell we can sell like the canine mattress. Right
0: yeah with, with living dogs in it <laughs> feed them a couple times a day maybe you have to take them outside
1: but with, but you can't sell the feline mattress
0: no you don't want to do that cuz they're not going to put up with that
1: it's already it's already got a, other connotations to it which might attract an audience actually
0: well it would I, I think if you want an audience in your bedroom and and i think given the, the Some technology of today a lot of people do yeah yes
1: yeah I and mean, we can even see you know videos on youtube of the benefits of the feline mattress as opposed to the there you go canine mattress right i'd watch that
0: would you would you watch that i would try not to i would watch it okay well then i will not even go there (laughs) i will just leave it alone not only would i leave it alone but i'm going to leave it completely because we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back Got any questions for us? Well, if you do, there's a couple of ways to get hold of us. First of all, on email, our email address is oopscultureshow at gmail.com. And our handle on Twitter is oopscultureshow. Pretty clever, huh? So talk to us. To the the scraper thing. What what is the name of that? It was like a shoe brush, they're calling it now, in the more modern technology of it, yes. I've seen it with just the... It's almost a blade there that's upright. That's right. And you just... Put your bottom of your shoe on it and scrape back to it's get not the a dirt brush. off. Of
1: Why did they have to? Well,
0: because they like got to charge more money for it. Um, I, you know, you make the technology greater, and it. And it it does also that. sounds wimpy, and it's not a wimpy thing. It's a sharp. It's a very, masculine very strong, kind of powerful metal
1: thing. thing that sits there that yes. you use to scrape the crap off. Masculine your shoe.
0: metal thing that sits there. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> it's not
1: a shoe brush, Jesus! It's so a shoe brush. Yeah. That's what you do to polish your shoes.
0: Well, that's... See, there you go. I mean, you're cleaning off the... Well, I suppose you can go, look, if I cleans off the top of my shoe, now it'll clean off the bottom of your shoe. The shoe brush by Ronco.
1: Anyway, in Czechoslovakia, Uh you don't have to worry about it because you keep the shoes outside your
0: door. You just leave them outside. It's a lot easier. That's It's a lot easier. And then you put on slippers as several Asian cultures do
1: very big in japan um in many other countries uh in east asia japan i think of japan because they're the they're the most ritualized of all of the east asian cultures so they've got this thing down to a uh, um to a process almost in in
0: japan in japan yeah well that's pretty much almost all of life for the japanese that's it you
1: got to ritualize behaviors so so traditionally, and again, you know, this changes, you go to a modern westernized apartment in Tokyo, it's, it might be slightly different, but traditionally you, you, you leave your shoes in the front door, you go into the apartment or the house, you take without your shoes, you may be given a pair of slippers to wear. And, and if you ever have to go into the bathroom, Night. in the bathroom is a separate pair of slippers. And this is a very important thing. You got to know this, right? You don't wear the slippers that you're wearing inside the house into the bathroom. Right. Because that's going to like soil them with whatever
0: bacteria, is things in like the that bathroom. that might be in the bathroom. Right. right, right, right.
1: And you walk out from what's in the bathroom into the house and you're carrying all that. You take your slippers, step out of your slippers before you go into the bathroom. Yeah. Go into the bathroom and put the bathroom slippers off.
0: That are solely for the bathroom. Solely for the bathroom. Now do you have your own bathroom slippers or are they just kind of like the generic bathroom slippers? You're asking me? Yeah.
1: If I have a pair of Japanese bathroom slippers? Well, no. I'm
0: I'm asking if I'm asking if they're in a normal household in, and not i I'm
1: going to uh, give you two
0: answers. Oh, good! I was In hoping for that. In a normal
1: household,
0: yeah, you do. You do. You 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 do what? I, <laughs> and how do you know I do? you are breaking into song yet. Oh, you Okay, do you. Do. <laughs> Let's not you ever do. do that again. You
1: have you have a pair of house slippers and you yes. have a pair of bathroom slippers?
0: Okay, so so you would and but would I have my own? Like what I Would I would. Would I, Tom, walk in and say, these are mine right here, and I'm using these when I'm in the bathroom, and I'll leave them in I don't in the think
1: bathroom. so. I think it's a one pair per family, but I may be wrong on this. Okay. Back to my original point.
0: Yes. Wait, what, that's what, going back to the original
1: that? point? About the bathroom <laughs> slippers. Yes. I do own a pair of Japanese bathroom slippers as well as Japanese house slippers. Do you? Yeah. So, okay. Remember, you have to leave the bathroom slippers in the bathroom, and then when you when you come back yes, out, coming
0: out. I see that that would get me. If I was coming back out, I'd have to remember exactly. to take off the bathroom slippers. And if you don't,
1: your host or hostess is going to be shocked. We'll never be. Announced to you, it will uh, never be, because then you're going into this other now issue Now you're Japanese losing culture face, you're not, you're you shouldn't be sure.
0: So there's a dilemma for you right there. That's, well,
1: it's a very good metaphor for understanding the challenge of working in Japanese culture. Of course. If you don't know anything about the culture and make mistakes after mistakes and walk out of the bathroom with your shoes, with your slippers on and, and do all, all sorts of things that you can do that are wrong in Japan. People aren't really going to tell you.
0: Right. And you never, and it's going to feel like everything's okay. Yeah. yeah. But it's not. It's, no, it, it really isn't. Right. No, and really. I, and when you really think about it, I mean, we, we will do this. We do it all the time and we don't consider in the By we, I mean, in the United States, we, we don't go into the bathroom and worry about it when we come out. In the sense of uh, what we well, I do for hands. other reasons. Well, then, <laughs> yeah. And that again is a totally separate podcast. It
1: takes us to the toilet. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And perhaps far farther than we ever want to go. But anyway, um, yeah, I think you've, you've got to be. Our mindset isn't that our shoes have a problem, we have the mindset of our hands. And the cleaning of that and the whole industry of Uh, of using, you know, the antibacterial stuff now and all of that. But we don't think at all about the fact that uh, these little buggies are, you know, flying around in there and they can be on your shoes, too. Yeah. I mean, it's like, do, do
1: you how close to the toilet do you keep your toothbrush?
0: How close to the toilet do you keep your toothbrush? I mean, not that
1: close. I because you don't want.
0: I don't keep it close. I just rinse mine off in the toilet. But, uh, I, I, I don't keep it guess. Stop. (laughs) Stop doing that? You don't don't
1: do that. (laughs) Well, yes, stop doing that. Okay. And, and stop doing that.
0: Oh, oh, well, fine. I completely (laughs) understand what you're saying. Um, (laughs) um, uh, all right, then. So um,
1: it, it's a new year and, and, and that's, and it's freezing cold where we are. And where we are right we now, are,
0: it's freezing cold.
1: There's a covering of snow up to your yin yang. Yin yang. And. It's very cold, and, and so we're wearing puppy
0: slippers. Yeah, well, you're wearing puppy slippers. I'm wearing regular Inside slippers.
1: Inside the house, because we left the, cra- the crap-laden shoes outside.
0: Yes, yes. By the door, in the mudroom, in another area. And I think, to going back to, I believe, actually close to the original point of the conversation, I think that in the United States, you see more and more of, of, of people... Doing exactly what we're talking about. I think that's impacting a lot more places, regardless of the reasons why most likely that we ever got away from it. Um, I think more and more people are saying, I know right now the main motivating factor for me leaving my shoes by the back door and not walking into the house with them at my home is that my wife would would hurt me. She would damage me physically. For that reason if, if or for other in, reasons? Oh, well, there's a variety of reasons. That's you can I check thought. off on, on She's the She's just using here. that as an excuse. But that's one of them. Yeah. And it's a, it's one she can get to pretty quickly because she sees it if I if I walk into the house and then she can go ahead and hurt me physically. Sure. Um, and in many other ways. You like this life? Uh, <laughs> sometimes, yes. Sometimes <laughs> I do. It's another podcast, I believe. <laughs>
1: Tune in next Shavuos for
0: <laughs> that's coming up pretty soon. Isn't it, it is coming up soon. It is, Actually, yeah, it is. yeah.
1: Okay, um, <laughs> we'll have to talk about that. We'll do that in the, the
0: Shavuos podcast. We'll, we'll cover that. But
1: you see, Shavuos is coming up all the time. Whenever you want to allude to something that's isn't here now and is approaching. S- approaching. Okay. You always say. Well, I don't. Not you. Always say. I would always say. My grandmother would always say. My tradition. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, next Shavuos will do this. I see. We'll do that. It's a way of putting things off. It's yeah. a way of also talking about not doing something now, but it may be imminent or may be occurring. It has multiple uses.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, I see that. It's it's a um, it it anchors something while not anchoring anything at all. Precisely. <laughs> Oh, thanks for backing me up on that. (laughs) Now I'm going to back us up a bit and we're going to just take a brief, brief break. Be right back. Okay, listen, here's the reality. Whether this is the first episode or the third episode or whatever episode that you've listened to, if you're still listening at this point, I think you might like this. And if you do, you should really subscribe. Because if you subscribe, these things will just show up for you and you can listen to them whenever you want to. That's the best way to go, really, honestly. I know what I'm talking about. All right, so just subscribe through iTunes or through wherever you get your podcasts from. But do it today, okay? Subscribe. Thank you. So, Cheryl and I,
1: we were planning an, a New Year's Eve party. Yes, and um, we were, we were a thinking lot of about. Shoes. That's right. There were a lot of shoes, and people did come. It was a very cold night, and and, and there was lots of snow, residual snow on the ground, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of salt from the street. You uh, know. yes, and so people were very. Kind and considerate when they came to the door, uh-huh. and many people asked me, shall I take my shoes off before coming in? Sure. And that was, I I appreciated the consideration, but this was a, a lovely New Year's Eve party where people may have come... Dressed in a more festive way for festive reasons, including maybe festive shoes. Nice you know? shoes, definitely. I, right. Um, so I, know, I, I had I my heels out to wear. and Or little r- red ruby slippers. You there know? you go. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to be the one to say, take them off. Yeah. No, you can't wear your ruby slippers in here. Well, it's New Year's not Eve. Not right? too early
0: in the party anyway.
1: Right, right. So, of course, come in. You know, Whatever you'd like to do, take them off, leave them on, it doesn't matter. What was
0: my point? <laughs> I, I'm lost completely.
1: Um, um, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. So Cheryl and I were doing the New Year's Eve yes. party. Cheryl's my wife, right? Yeah. And and, and um, so people were coming in with um, their shoes on or, on or off. And I was trying to think, what would make the party kind of lively? Because you want to do something other than just have... The food and the drink, because you can do that any Saturday night, right? Right. Or, sure. Or any yeah.
0: Monday morning, in fact, if you right. want. Right. I'm doing it right now.
1: We've had we've had those kind of parties on huh? Monday morning. They're sometimes more interesting. Than Man, the Saturday sometimes night. they <laughs> are. <laughs> anyway, what are we going to do? It's it's New Year's Eve. We've got to do something. So we thought, let's have people come in, and from a big bowl, they would choose. Uh, they'd reach their hand in and pull out a little sticker that would tell them a New Year's Eve tradition from somewhere around the world ah. a, a, that's specific to a culture from somewhere around the world. Uh-huh. And that at some point in the evening, you had to reenact this tradition. The
0: tradition that you had pulled out of right. the book. Right.
1: Now, if you pulled one out and you didn't like it, you could trade it with somebody ah, else at you the could, party.
0: You could barter your your tradition. Your tradition, right. Huh. All right. Right, right. right. Okay.
1: So we were thinking of doing this, but then Cheryl and I realized that this was going to maybe become problematic Uh because, uh, um, well, like one of them was you had to take, in Greece, you throw a whole pomegranate out the window and watch it smash on the ground in front of you. And the idea is that it scatters the seeds. So the new year should be abundant. Okay. Like the scattered pomegranate Uh seeds. But then we were thinking we're going to have a lot of, a lot of, a lot of smashed pomegranates on our sidewalk, <laughs> all Here. over, and
0: and maybe windows if people don't figure that. Yeah,
1: out. Yeah, so we kept trying to think of ways around this. Yeah, right. Um, like if you pulled the one for Denmark, Denmark was you had to smash pottery and then put it in front of the doorstep of of your neighbor or your friend. Yep. And the idea is that. The neighbor who has the most smashed pottery in front of their door. Okay. Obviously is the most popular person in the neighborhood. Okay. So it earns you popular- popularity points. I see.
0: Okay. Right? Yes.
1: Yeah. But then we were thinking, but we would have lots of smashed China in front of people's doors. You've
0: got pomegranate in Brooklyn, and China all over. Which the place.
1: probably wouldn't necessarily be that different from the way the street often <laughs> looks, but you know we didn't want to contribute to that i can see the
0: lawsuits coming too at that point yeah Um, yeah 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 okay well that yeah that's pretty interesting it's um, and then some
1: of them were just totally impractical like in venezuela you have to wear uh, in argentina i think it is you have to wear pink underwear on uh new year's
0: eve oh i don't find a problem with that
1: (laughs) to invite love into your life for the upcoming year okay well, unless you knew to wear pink underwear before you came to the party, yes. and you pulled that one out of the bowl,
0: how were you going to do it? Well, you could have provided pink underwear for them to put on. Oh, we could have. That's true.
1: In fact, that would have been easy.
0: Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> that would have perhaps really been an icebreaker, so to speak.
1: Yeah, so if you come in and there's a bowl of pink undies, it's be- you know it's because if you pull the... Argentinian New Year's Eve tradition out of yes. the bowl. Yes, yes. You got your props at the ready.
0: Yeah, and... And, <laughs> and this one... I think this if I is, see a bowl this of is pink the, underwear...
1: This is the only one you're not allowed to trade.
0: I... <laughs> well, I, uh, fair enough. Um, <laughs> okay. When... <laughs>
1: It, it, I could think of any number of guys who were invited to the party.
0: Yeah. Who would have been really happy about the pink underwear? No, who would oh. not have been? Uh, I see. Okay. But that would have been great. I think it would have dep- if, if it was a nice pair of pink underwear, I'd have been perfectly fine with that. Now, let me ask you a question about that also. Do you have to How does anyone know that you're wearing the pink underwear unless you're wearing them on the outside? Well, I think yeah, or you're not wearing good, pants.
1: That's a good question. I, sh- or, I sh-
0: or or a dress or whatever goes we with. need
1: to find out we need to ask okay. our argentinian friends. this
0: is this is more work that has to be done okay um, i have an argentinian friend so se- you have to se- look se- into argentinian pink i would, ask, pink underwear. I, I would
1: uh, do we ask an argent do we ask an? first of all you can't say argentinian argentinian refers to objects it doesn't refer to people
0: and i just the, referred to an object with it
1: and i did too so that was a mistake a, a mutual mistake we both did argentines are the people argentinian right.
0: wine or as i said argentinian pink underwear
1: no you said i you uh, we'll roll it back and see what you
0: said. i'll roll it back <laughs> i'll be i'll be proven correct um anyway uh, but, but they are argentines
1: not the underwear
0: well, do you speak for your underwear, buddy? It's.
1: The people are Argentine. Right. The wine is Argentine. Wearing the
0: Argentinian pink underwear would be Argentines.
1: Yes. And by the way, all Argentinian underwear is not necessarily pink. I just want to make Good that. Good to know. I want to put that out there.
0: Not that there's anything wrong with pink underwear.
1: Or not if there's anything wrong with not pink underwear.
0: Exactly. It, we will, we'll want to treat all underwear equally.
1: In Argentina
0: and elsewhere, I think. Not to say all underwear is created equally, but we should treat it equally. Yes, I mean,
1: some is much more, you know, elaborate and high class. Quality is better or less. Grand,
0: course. perhaps. Uh, comfortable. and it, mm-hmm. Of course. and That's an important But quality. it's a very personal thing, I would say.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. Now, what
0: personal. about the cultures that wear their underwear on the outside? <laughs> uh, are they... Um, like... <laughs> Wait, well, I don't know right off the top of my head, but I'm not Certain. supposed to be the the grand expert in well, this. So I, you're I, the grand I, I, poobah bah. I,
1: I think every of I, culture. I think every major Western city has a neighborhood where they do that. <laughs> you know,
0: yes, or a, or a neighbor,
1: <laughs> or a neighbor. Yeah, for or, sure.
0: Or good old Uncle Charlie who <laughs> right. who does that at least on occasion. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, on New Year's Eve. often.
0: Hopefully, at the end of the parties, a few people. Sometimes were doing at that. the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> uh, could be. Yeah. So
1: we decided we would. Maybe that would be a problem unless we supplied the props, like uh-huh. the the, uh-huh. the
0: bowl of. Pink you have undies. to have your pomegranate. You have to have your pink stuff to, undies to, and your pink onions and China. And you got to have a
1: supply of China to break. Right, sure. If you're do the Danish tradition.
0: Yeah, exactly. But isn't that interesting? See, to me, that sounds like the, Dan- the Danes who are well known. For um, for creating uh, uh, dinnerware and, and things like that, it sounds to me like they're trying to promote more. If they if that gets broken um, at the beginning of the year like that, then you've got to go purchase more throughout the year. And so I'm guessing that the industries behind that were, were promoting. Danes this are
1: also known for being very clever. I mean,
0: and there, and that would be quite clever and quite contemporary, really. At least the way we see it,
1: I see it as Danish modern
0: fine why don't we take one last break here and then we'll come back and you can confuse me more okay i promise this is the last time i'll bug you with this well at least in in this podcast the way to get hold of us, if you got an idea, maybe you've got an idea for a whole show or something we could, you know, talk about, send us it. Send us it at oopscultureshow at gmail.com. Okay, that's our email address, oopscultureshow at gmail.com. And our Twitter handle, don't you love saying Twitter handle? It just makes things sound so, you know, kind of like we know what we're talking about. Our Twitter handle, anyway, is oopscultureshow. That's right. Oops culture show
1: And then there's the Danish tradition on New Year's of jumping off of chairs.
0: Uh-huh. And why don't at you midnight. tell me about that? Because admit that you, you jump you off. You stand a
1: chair. on a chair and you jump
0: off. Okay, and that is to signify what?
1: You probably had too much to drink.
0: I can buy into that. Sure. I, I can't tell you how many times I've talked off chairs. Or not enough. I
1: don't know. I don't know
0: the significance behind that Good one. Good point. You might have. I think falling off of chairs is a, even a better uh, way to tell how much someone's had to drink. But that's not Danish. Or sliding off of chairs. Or eating a Danish. That uh, While eating a Danish. While eating a Danish. You are talking uh-huh. about the pastry i'm i well absolutely
1: yes this, this is like argentinian and argentine
0: no no this danish is, and dane uh, this is this is actually a danish it's uh, yeah we're talking about danes and danish we're not talking about a danish person all right we're talking about an actual um uh, baking baked substance Although uh, I suppose some Danes could be baked as well occasionally. A great but, um, Dane. Yeah, yeah, a great Dane. Uh, Victor Borga was a great he was Dane. He a great Dane. He was a great Dane, for those of you who are 178 years old. He was great. He really was.
1: You ever see some of his old videos? I do. Hysterical.
0: Well, They are hysterical. He's, no, he was funny, brilliant. He funny. truly was brilliant. If you uh, about- don't know who he is, look the guy up. Watch a YouTube video. Um, Learn something for God's sakes.
1: Did we find out the name of that shoe scraper thing again? Oh, yeah, we called it a... It was the brush
0: thing. By the way, uh, just so you know, just so you know, cats and dogs have essentially... This is through the producer, Torin, here. Uh He's he's done the producing for us, and and he has come up that the, the cats and dogs have essentially the same normal body temperature, which runs between 100 and 102 degrees Fahrenheit. So, your theory is, uh, I would say, in the range of 100% incorrect. No. And here's why. Okay.
1: That's assuming that there's an average size for dogs and an average size for cats.
0: Well, now, cats being no, generally smaller No, it's just a freaking than, body temperature. It, right. It's not having to do with average size. Yeah.
1: So, cats being generally, on average, smaller than dogs yes. on average. Yes. Right. Yes. If they have the same equivalent body temperature? Yes. That only tells me that it's a lot hotter per square inch in that smaller body than it is in the
0: bigger body. And that tells me that you didn't do well in science class, did Math you? Math was never my strong point. No. No. Okay. Um <laughs> good. I, I think we should I think we should pay attention, however, to the fact that they are both are, are higher temperatured than, if that's a word, temperature. Higher, they have higher temperatures than humans fish. do. And clearly higher temperatures than fish do. Speaking of fish, um, iguanas, which are not Not fish, fish, but moving in that direction. Yeah. Um, they, they were falling out of trees. We were talking about how cold it's been. They were falling out of trees in places like Florida and Georgia, I believe, where they they're on the cusp there of having potentially colder weather once in a while, it was so cold that they were actually falling out of trees because they got that cold. They're uh, cold. They're cold blooded. Are,
1: are these the iguanas or the fish?
0: These are the iguanas. The fish were not falling out of the trees because
1: that would have been. We're pretty interesting. much assuming that's
0: because they're not in the trees. But but if they were, that would be another that like Sharknado. But again, <laughs> another podcast. I think. Yeah, the iguanas were falling out of the trees. They were fine. They were fine. No iguanas were hurt in this freeze that I'm aware of, but they did fall out. And then as it got a little warmer, they would start walking around again.
1: What are iguanas doing in Georgia? Are they, what are they doing anyway? Don't They, they don't belong in... I'm not
0: saying... So if, if I'm an iguana, it's a dumb place to be. You don't Georgia's be, is a dumb place to you
1: be. You don't belong on the mainland in the United States. Well, why don't... Yeah, go
0: down near the equator. I, I'm sorry. Enjoy you yourself.
1: Don't. I mean, you're in the wrong place.
0: Y- yeah. And how did
1: that happen? Well, again, it's climate change. They're moving around a lot. I know. I've seen. I've seen.
0: I, I think they're just confused. They probably don't have. You know, they're still working with MapQuest or something like that, and they can't find they can't. where they're going. And it, it's they got in the wrong tree. I've seen the iguanas
1: on mass swimming across the the the, uh, the Florida Straits
0: and ending up in Georgia in a frozen tree. Yep.
1: So, <laughs> what did the iguanas and the fish have to do with the
0: New Year's? Absolutely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was thinking of, we were planning on one other New Year's tradition.
0: Okay. At, because This in, is a new tradition now. You you were creating tradition, am I am I correct? No,
1: no, no. These are traditions from all over the world that we were hmm. going to put in the bowl, and people you were, were going to select them. I
0: see. Okay, never mind. And
1: so, if you got it, and you wanted it, you could keep it, or you could trade it, or you couldn't do anything if you got the pink underwear from Argentina. Yeah. You had to do that one. But, on New Year's Eve, you eat... 12 grapes as the as, as 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 once new year's
0: midnight comes midnight comes you eat 12, 12 grapes, grapes.
1: whose who's tradition is this oh i didn't tell you no uh this is spain or hispanic cultures okay and and so the, the, most of hispanic latin america okay okay so and of course you know you have to be not every country in Latin America speaks Spanish right the biggest country right. in Latin America is Brazil and it's Portuguese right? right but in Hispanic Latin America so we're talking
0: about you know so this would not be an Iberian next, Peninsula tradition. no it not would necessarily be a one. right right, okay. right Spanish
1: specifically uh-huh. uh so all the spanish-speaking countries in Latin America it, this is common you eat 12 grapes at, at midnight on New Year's Eve. One grape representing each month of the coming new year. It Uh should be sweet. It should be prosperous. You should have what you need. Yeah. Okay. And it's often served in little champagne glasses, 12 grapes. And everybody gets a glass of 12
0: grapes. Uh And you eat them.
1: So we're thinking of doing that.
0: Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Much less uh, damage on the sidewalk, I would say. But
1: we didn't. We didn't because we we blew the whole idea out of the water. Because we just became... You can't just do that because... We're not Hispanic, and it would be odd that we'd be celebrating only one tradition. Right. Unless you celebrate all of these traditions. Yes. And then we decided it was going to get messy. Okay. Okay. Fun, but messy. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, very true. I mean, like in Germany, an old tradition is you, is you take molten lead and you pour it in cold water. And then whatever shape it turns out to be is you're going to read into this meaning of the shape, and that's kind of an augury of what's going to happen next the rest the, in the new year
0: so this is the art of reading um molten lead molten lead balls in cooling in cooling yes okay yes uh-huh and, it seems like a very and specific whatever and whatever scale.
1: shape it takes is uh-huh. the way your your new year is gonna turn. do you have
0: any idea well, what a good shape would be of my molten lead when it when it cools
1: um yeah what it, would that be uh, the shape of a
0: gold bar if it was actually a gold bar
1: well no but it's indicating that you're gonna have, ah,
0: right that would be pretty pretty good if but it if really it takes the like if,
1: if it takes the shape it's like a Rorschach test it, yeah I think okay. well no I know I don't think it's up to interpretation I think everybody knows what it looks like if you if your piece of lead turns out to look like a piece of turd that's your year
0: <laughs> well mine's been looking that way for a few years now so I'm not surprised I would anticipate that actually when <laughs> Well, but 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 supposedly Rorschach means something, right? I mean, no, or No, I
1: don't know if Rorschach itself means anything. Um, uh, uh,
0: Do the, you think it means something? It's the <laughs> name
1: of the man who discovered the Lean test, who, who created Relax. the test.
0: Talk to me about That's it.
1: That's what it means. Tell me about it. Although his name, Rorschach, might have a certain meaning, mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. His name.
1: His name. That's okay. what you said. What's the meaning of Rorschach?
0: Wasn't he on uh, Saved he w- by the Bell he was. Or, or Welcome Back, Cotter or he, he something was. like he, that? He was I Mr. Think. Rorschach. Yes. Yes.
1: The one who read into everything.
0: Yeah. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, he always said, what do you think it looks
1: like? <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Um, Driving
1: the kids crazy.
0: <laughs> which I think leads us back to scraping something off of the bottom of your shoe. Uh,
1: um Yes.
0: Is anyone reading that? I mean, there, there you go. If if we're doing that, somebody should be reading what you're scraping off the bottom of your shoe. Well, maybe that's a tradition somewhere. A I think th- it tradition. could be. We'll have to check that one out. Mm. Okay. If if um, what about um, any kind of the the people who read tea leaves and the people who do tarot cards and all of that? Is it a big? Is 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 like New Year's a big deal for them? Do you do you know that? They go out and have parties. Okay. Good. Um, that's. <laughs> That's uh, kind of what I thought, but all right. Um, <laughs>
1: I don't think anybody wants to read tea leaves on New Year's
0: Eve. I mean, you're drinking. Well, oh, it, fair point. Fair point. See, that leads us to another tradition. In traditions, and here's we'll do this as another podcast, without a doubt, but it, it, it's where do traditions come from? Because traditions aren't just there. Shalom Aleichem. Yeah, well, many, <laughs> um, but... But where do they come and, from? And a Sheldon Harnock song, which was the opening <laughs> to a great show. A, a wonderful show. And and it's, I, I've always can you said you could get five can people, sing, do, do you, Fiddler on the Roof in a parking lot and you'll draw a crowd. Right. But right. Um, yeah, it's it, it, can absolutely. We it? Can we sing it now? Um, I think I hear it right now. Listen, hold on.
1: Uh, uh,
0: uh. Is, that a, is, that a, is that a fiddle I hear? Someone out on the roof, perhaps? No, no, it's covered it's in snow. It's freaking cold out there t- right t- <laughs> now. But
1: well, that's the way it was in
0: the shtetls. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, on your shtetl. But, yeah. Um, okay, so so I think we should do a, a podcast uh, though on uh, where the traditions come from beyond um, uh, uh, the the musical that is so brilliant.
1: Oh, uh, that would be very interesting. Yeah, I think because I mean, you think the about some of these of, things. The like, source of these. Yeah,
0: things. the the breaking of the things of the of the. Pottery by the, the Danes, is that just because somebody was carrying pottery out and, and slipped and, and dropped it and then went, oh, look, it means good luck for the for the year or something like that?
1: Often it starts that way, but then
0: they read symbolism into it. And, and then you read, it. ah, we're reading things into it again. It's See Rorschach. where I'm going here? Yeah. There is a cycle. There's a whole cycle. Well, it's
1: interesting that we're taking a psychological uh, phenomenon and applying it to a sociological
0: phenomenon. Which right. makes it a psychological, as opposed to a cycle. A psychosocial.
1: I mean, you're talking about a psychosocial phenomenon. There you, you go. Is psychological meaning dealing with the individual, and an individual can do anything, right? And when we talk about culture, we often have to distinguish what an individual does as opposed to what a the mean of a group does.
0: And if the right individual does it. Meaning, someone who everyone else has to suck up to. Oh,
1: if there's some authority invested yes. in
0: this individual, then it's a better chance it's going to turn into a tradition.
1: Yeah, then they can say and do anything, and 100 people will follow, of right. course.
0: Right. right. Not that that would happen in the United States. No,
1: not in but, the U.S., but
0: no. certainly in an in, in older
1: And that was said uh, with countries. extreme tongue in cheek.
0: Very very extreme which is
1: not yes. necessarily i'm not talking about the same thing as the uh facial gesture in burkina Faso.
0: oh yes indicated. and that's actually kind of onto the cheek on the outside as suppose, in the cheek in which the cheek. is right tongue in cheek is mm-hmm. what we're going for right yeah right yeah okay um well i'm i'm thinking that i'm just Tired of listening to you talk, and and and
1: my puppies are getting
0: sweaty actually. Uh, And I didn't need to know that. In fact, what is that puppy on there anyway? Do you know what kind of puppy that is? What kind of a dog? Yeah. Well,
1: here's the thing. Like, I'm I'm a cat
0: person, right? I I mean, I've I've, I've had a dog. Just a plain answer. I've
1: had a dog.
0: Yeah. We had
1: love. We had a wonderful dog. His name was Doc. We uh-huh. had him for twenty years. I remember Doc. Remember him? I do. And remember the time he he took our friend's underwear and wore it on his head.
0: I do remember yeah. that. Yes. Talking about
1: underwear, yes. Doc brings us full circle. <laughs> it wasn't pink, however.
0: So anyway, well, it might. Well, that's another story. But yeah, I mean, go ahead.
1: But I'm basically a cat person. Okay, I love Doc, and and I'm not saying that as a you know
0: qualifier. I may mean, we, really, We're going to get back to I've the slippers. always itself. had cats speaking of cycles so
1: it's odd that i have dog slippers not Uh not
0: cat slippers it is i thought that immediately i was so blown away by that wouldn't you think i'd have pussy slippers i would think you would and if you think i'm going there you are so wrong Uh, i've got i've got a life to live at least for a couple more years so i'm uh that was Dean Foster, um, <laughs> master of culture, and and but not his own, clearly. Uh, um, uh, was is that a Shih Tzu on your uh, on your sh- on your on your slipper it is, there? It is because
1: yeah. you got to scrape the crap off. Your yeah, ship.
0: yeah. I thought there was a little Shih Tzu on there. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> I'm Tom Peterson. He's Dean Foster, and um, and and you're not. And we, hopefully you've learned something in this whole mess. We've learned that we're probably going to be back and do another one of these. Um, and you should uh, join us because um, I'm looking forward for to a lot of people joining us, aren't you? Or not? Okay, well, there you go. And um, that's not a tradition. We don't really give a damn. So how about that? Um, and anyway, and thank you to Torin for his producing and filling us in with valuable information along the way. My pleasure uh, for now. Um, Smell you I know, I know I said I wouldn't uh, bug you again But I am And here's why You're still listening after all that time, so if you're still listening and you didn't like this, well, there's probably therapy in your future. But before you do that, it would be even better if you would subscribe to our podcast. That way, you could not like it more and more, and it's really pretty easy. All you have to do is just subscribe through iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. It's not hard. Even you can do it, I think. So for all of us here at Oops! Your Culture Showing, uh, thanks.